2: Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy,
3: Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and Brett Approved, and CEO at Outlines Venture Group. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Anne Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group, author of Global Search Engine Marketing, and co-founder of the world's largest consortium of digital marketing companies. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping other comp- online companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hello, Anne. What's on your mind today? Hi, Jillian. Well, here we are at the beginning of the year, and you know what's
4: coming up? Board, Board meetings. meetings. <laughs> and that is not B-O-R-E-D meetings, but b. O-A-R-D, meetings of your board. Does generally happen, you know, after you close your year, um, which generally is sometime around the end of the calendar year. It may vary, but here we are. Um, And I want to say, even if we face this with a sense of dread, it's really time to plan a board meeting that moves your company forward instead of wasting a day or even more. I mean, the last thing you want to get out of your board meeting is a sense of relief that it's over, you survived, and you can get back to work. This is not what we're talking about. And what I'd like to do is say, this is something that our startup CEOs must attend to this month, or at least this quarter. You know, we've been doing this series about what must you do this month. It's time Mm -hmm. to talk about your board meetings. And here's why. All right. Unproductive tedium or chaotic drama don't have to take over your board meetings. In fact, your directors are valuable resources for more than providing a few bucks and, of course, warming a few chair seats in the conference room. If you're not tapping into your director's wisdom, experience, and deep expertise, you're wasting their time. And you know what? Yours, too especially seed stage companies need to maintain productive board meeting practices. You know, we so often say here on CEO coach, you, you, the founder have no time for anything
3: less. I would agree. Um, There are, you know, established governance procedures for board meeting and they often are in alignment with things like securities law, but no matter how early stage your startup is, you will need to be aware of and to implement these. Um, so I'd say we start there. Uh, yes, I think a lot of people, by the way, do uh, you know look at their first board meetings with great dread. But I do find that later stage companies that um, are thriving, and uh, and even those that are now challenged and so on. But are, how should I say, moving forward at a faster pace. These are, you know, the serious players, the 20% that are really going to do something versus the 80%. Um, Those guys uh, and uh, those women, they look forward to it because it is a gathering of some very valuable minds, experienced people who can help them move forward or solve very thorny issues. Okay, so let's take a look. Um, There's a lot of work to be done uh, before board meeting. I think that's an important issue. So we should talk about some of those things.
4: Well, let's go back to the governance thing, because I have a feeling that it's probably something a founder hasn't given much thought to in the early stage. Um, And and we're talking here, just to be clear, about governance for privately held companies, which even though you can make your own rules about how your privately held company makes decisions, deploys power, and designates leadership – there are still conventions you need to follow to make sure your company conforms to standard best practices and requirements, again, of securities law. Uh, a Very simple one, minutes. Your minutes should record when and where the meeting of the corporation took place, who was there, and list any resolutions voted on by the board. That's all. That's all you put in the minutes. It's not a place to list all the notes of what went on in your board meeting. Your minutes should be recorded and signed by your secretary of the corporation, who may or may not be a voting member, but never is the chairman or CEO. You're creating an official legal record of the proceedings of the meeting of your board of directors of your corporation and any other actions taken by your directors, um, discussions, uh, whatever. Those are largely irrelevant. That's correct. On,
3: yeah. A board action is what you want to um, put onto those documents. Anything that does not require a board vote is not a board resolution or a board action. Right, so that doesn't go in the meeting uh, notes. That's,
4: that's right. So we're just a quick aside here. We're talking about a board of directors.
3: Mm -hmm. If you have
4: only a board of advisors, you have far fewer governance concerns than for a board of directors of your corporation. Um, That said, many of the tips that we're going to go into in this um, segment and the next one to make meetings productive would serve you well for a meeting of your advisors, too. The difference is advisors have no legally uh, established ability to govern your startup, so no governance practices, as we understand them, are involved and no resolutions can be taken. Uh, To put it more simply, advisors advisors advise and directors direct, and there is a world of difference.
3: Yes, yes. So to tune up the board meetings, um, uh, we're going to turn to a couple of our favorite experts for their advice. How about we look at Alex Iskol, the managing director of Techstars New York, and investor in about 50-plus companies at this point, right? He says... A good early stage board helps the CEO identify future milestones and helps them achieve them. So, bears repeating, right? An early stage board is going to help you identify what you should be doing next, and it helps you get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's If the CEO runs an effective board meeting with an agenda clearly focused on actions to be accomplished by the directors, right? So you have to set it up for success. Take a tip from the American Society of Association uh, Executives. Uh, they know a thing or two about board meetings, right? It says, use all the brain power in the room for something that actually matters. Again, that 80-20 rule, something that actually matters, So staying in control of your meeting is a really big deal. Um, and you found a couple of articles, um, that, uh, uh, you, you, you know kind of had a whole list of things not to do inside board meetings. I thought that was quite telling. All of these uh, articles seem to be written in the negative when we were talking about that just before the show. What not to do, case studies and so on. Um, you want to run through a few of those? Shall we uh, go refer to some of these wonderful articles? Uh, for example, uh, both sides uh, from Mark Suster. He has quite a list. He does
4: have quite a list. And uh, it was interesting to me that as I, I was researching uh, what we were going to talk about on this show, I found that both Mark Sister and uh, Alex Iskold were remarkably similar. And I think in many times, uh, Mark Sister might be talking about a slightly larger company than Alex Iskold because, you know, Alex is coming from the tech stars side of things, and which is deals with very early stage. And uh, Mark Sister, generally, with a little bit more development. Companies. Um, I also just wanted to interject here that so much of uh, what I have, I read from them, uh, it rang so true with my own experience with sitting through tedious board meetings that were a waste of everybody's time. And so I thought all of this um, was quite refreshing. But first, let's start with the deck. I okay. want to say your deck is not your agenda. And your agenda is not in your deck. Mm-hmm. Too many CEOs forget this and subject directors to hours of slides reporting out the last quarter's company activity. You know, reporting out like this or giving an update or going through slides, these are not good use of your board's time or even yours. I mean, for one thing, it invites, according to is called, um, nitpicking and in-the-weeds tactical questions that will keep you, uh, the CEO, on defense instead of looking at the future for something that actually matters. So we'll start with a to-do. Instead, select a few key strategic topics on which you need help. Engage your board deeply in discussing them. Of course, you'll review financials and hiring, but you hold that to a brief review. And if either needs more discussion, then make it a strategic topic on your agenda for a deeper discussion. Distribute your board materials as far ahead as possible, three days being a minimum. A week ahead is even better. you got to have some respect for your director's time. Many of them sit on multiple boards, and if you send out board materials the night before the board meeting, they're not going to have time to properly digest them. Also, my favorite, on the topic of respecting time, your board meetings should last no longer than two hours. If you need more time, schedule a board retreat, hire a facilitator, and delve into those meatier issues.
3: I would note that both uh, Suster and Iskold have this list of you know stuff that they would recommend. Both of them have, number one, circulate your materials and agenda three days in advance. Both of them. And they all say, I mean, three days and 72 hours. I mean, they're right on target there. So there is no, um, you know, movement from it. And I would say that's a very telling thing. One of the things they suggest you do is to send out the materials and then have individual calls with your directors so that you can discuss the materials in advance and therefore you merely present them. At the board, there is no further need for discussion. Everybody has dug into them and understood what's going on. Now they can focus on this is what is. We understand that. Where do we get to at the next stage, whether it's good, bad or how do we get there? Um, So I think that's really an important thing about not just respecting your board's time, but focusing on those things that you really need them to do when they get to the meeting. The purpose of the meeting is not to rehash what was. The purpose of the meeting is to get you to the next stage. You got it. So we're going to go into
4: more deeply the what not to do. But first, we have to take a break for our sponsors. We'll be right back.
2: More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this.
0: Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Is your website hacked?
3: visit fjorddigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve that's f j o r g e digital.com
2: looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen Check out some new favorite podcasts now at Cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio.
3: Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking about board meetings and how to run effective and productive ones that move your company forward and allow you, the CEO, to tap into the minds of your board. So welcome back, Ann.
4: Hi, Jillian. I just love this topic. How many dreary board meetings have we both had to sit through, each oh, yeah. of us in our careers.
3: <laughs> oh heavens, don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh let's let's move on. How about some tips from our experts? What have you got from uh both Mark Sister of both sides of the table and and so on? Okay. Mark Sister uh recommends
4: that you prepare for the meeting by scheduling calls with each board member member before you meet to go over the numbers and more important uh, get a sense of where they are with the information and where they are with uh, issues that will be on your agenda that uh, are strategic issues. You can find That way you can find out where you have support for big decisions that you want to get made. And also you can prepare to deploy your supporters as allies on the board if you need be. You know, he says it may feel like a victory if you get through the meeting unscathed with few questions and mostly the board members are feeling good. Um, In fact, this is failure, he says, a waste of what should have been valuable resources to you. And it is a failure on your part to push yourself to really think about the long term issues you are facing.
3: Her sister also points out that uh, your members who sit on multiple boards are able to bring you a helicopter view of the decisions you need to make in your business. In other words, their experience in other companies help your company to move forward appropriately. Um, I think at this point we should do some, some of those do's and don'ts. Let's, let's see what these guys have to say. Right, um, Hold your board dinner the night after the meeting not the night before when there are too many key issues to be discussed, right? Leaving little for the meeting itself. That's an interesting point, right? What he's saying is dinner discussions, that's all very nice and uh, and so on, but you will actually get better focus if you have those discussions in the meeting. Don't let it happen over dinner.
4: Right. You don't want to leave it at the dinner table. You know, that's uh, what we talk about, you know, a lot of times with an interview, you don't leave your interview in the preparation. So you do the same with the board meeting. You don't leave it at the night before. Uh, And also I think that the uh, it's another problem with having a dinner party the night before or dinner of your board the night before is that you can find that perhaps, uh, alliances or disagreements get kind of settled before. I mean, not settled, they get set in stone before going to the meeting. And that may not be your best strategy to uh, get what you want done in the meeting.
3: That's right. Now, at a very early stage startups, uh, you're unlikely to have large and complicated boards. You're unlikely to have these kinds of dissents and so on. And you can discuss it with just, say, three people and maybe even five people at the most. Nevertheless, we don't want to let directors get into the weeds we don't want them to go off agenda. You should be controlling your clock. We talked about that in the first segment. Um, if you do have something where you need to push for votes, you have more than, say, three people on your uh, you know, uh, a board and you want to discuss it early, you get on the phone with them. And as you're talking over the notes that you're sharing with them in advance, that's a good time to push for those votes. right? Don't let loudmouths control the discussion. You know, there's always one in every group that is not running the show, but wants to run the show. <laughs> so don't let that happen. Make sure that you're aware of who it is and be prepared with language that will cut them off appropriately, respectfully, but firmly. And then urge directors to turn off their advice, uh, devices, the iPads, the phones, etc. This is a time to concentrate and to really pay attention, to be present now. And even directors who are you know high-powered people sometimes forget to do that for you. So it's okay to ask.
4: So there's a couple of techniques we can throw back into uh, these ideas. One is that if your directors turn pale at the at the thought of turning off their devices, uh, you can give them five minutes of each hour to you know check in. Um, even though that's not optimal, it still may keep them on board with you. But the focus is important. Uh, focus right. and attention, and moving it forward. Um, For controlling your clock, have somebody else do it at the the meeting. Assign that job to somebody else so you can focus on leading the meeting as the CEO. Um, What was another one?
3: Oh, uh, Uh, letting, yes? I'm so sorry. Uh, Iskolt has a whole list here. He says you circulate those materials and the agenda three days in advance. Then you make those calls, right? The material review should be limited to 15 minutes because, in truth, you've already done it. So if you do your homework, the 15 minutes is possible, and it will make your life a whole lot easier. Q&A on the deck, right? 15 minutes, again. um, You've done it before. If there are still some outstanding questions that want to get reviewed, now you know. If you don't make those calls in advance, you get blindsided by the questions. If an individual or everybody on the board, right, even if it's only three people and so on, if two others and you, right, are getting on the phone in advance, that's when they ask you those tough questions. And you say, aha, I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll fix this. I'll look at that. I'll dig deeper, whatever it is. And then you're ready for those questions, you know, and that's why you limit it again to 15 minutes. So be prepared. Strategic topic right? Strategic topics. These are the things that are going to move your company forward. That's where you focus the big time. Topic one and topic two. Try not even to get to topic three. 30 minutes a pop. That's a long time for focus um, in this very distracted world. Nevertheless, in 30 minutes, you can get a tremendous amount done. Um, I was recently watching a program that uh, had to do with um, Britain after the war, and they indicated that the strategic meetings that you know formulated the government and moved it forward and and uh, you know resolved issues and so on were all done in twenty minute segments. twenty minutes is enough to if you will gnaw on the topic and then make a decision is what they all felt, and they've really moved things forward. So that's interesting. If you can't do it in 30, figure it out now because it's going to get more complicated as your company grows. Then there was the budget deviations review review. Just 10 minutes. Again, if you haven't reviewed it in advance, that's going to be a tough deal. But there will be budget deviations no matter how small or how large your company is. Uh, HR or open hires, another 10 minutes if you've got you know, people coming on board and so on. And then finally, there's the board minute reading, the wrap up in the next 10 minutes, uh, next steps and so on in case anybody needs to contact others uh, after the meeting. And that's another 10 minutes. You're done. I thought that breaking it out that way was really great. Um, go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash CEO coach podcast. And, um, you'll find links to the Iscold, uh, article and plenty more. So, uh, stop by, hit the like button, let us know you were out there and, uh, you know, tell us what you'd like to learn about here at CEO coach.
4: So I just wanna point out in that uh, agenda that you outlined, it's barely two hours um, and half the time is spent on strategic topics. And these are the things that will move your company forward. So this is where you wanna put your effort. This is how you wanna take advantage of the talent in the room. To work for your company, I think sure. one of the most frustrating things to me as a director or a board member, whether it's a, a nonprofit or a for-profit company, is to be sitting in the room and not having uh, what I know of being incorporated. You know, having a chance to actually help the the, uh, the company move forward. By providing what I know, you know it's like okay, why am I here? You know I could have read this all, and I think that's a very frustrating place to put your your um, investors and that's your board members, which are largely board me- your board members usually are. So um, a couple of other little techniques, if you're trying to stay in control of your meeting and you know there's a loud mouth who takes over the discussion, um, you need to be proactive in actually asking the quiet ones, you know, for their opinion. And it's a very good way to do that. Um, and that to go to the ones who aren't speaking up. And, and if you have done your prep work with them, you will know what they think. So you can, you know, toss them a softball so you're not uh, you're just surprising them uh, because you know what they're going to say. It's also usually a good idea to not ask questions that you don't already know the answer to, you know, sort of a standard one, right?
3: Absolutely. Um, Schuster, for example, says, uh, if you have topics that are being brought up that are not on the agenda, uh, whether by the loud mouth or not, right. You say, that's a good question. It's not a topic we're prepared for today and nobody's raised it in our pre-calls. So I'd like to note it and we'll either address it between meetings or we'll bring it up at the next board meeting. You've addressed it. You said what's about to happen and you shut it down. Really important issue. Um, You can do the same with uh, asking, um, you know, the the strategy uh, about questions, right? The, The best strategy, he says, is to let board members ask his or her question, tell them to write it down, tell them it's a good question, tell them they're happy to spend time on it, explaining it after the meeting. But your goal for today is to address the bigger issue of X, and that's what you do when people get into the weeds. So if they're on topic but it's in the weeds, you tell them you'll talk about it later If it's not on the agenda, you tell them you add it to the next agenda if there's interest in it. So, solid ways to, you know, the tactical ways uh, to manage the wording around it.
4: So, we now have to take another break for our sponsors. um, And then we'll come back with some, to wrap this up with some top tips for having really productive and effective meetings of your board of directors.
2: More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this.
0: Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com.
2: Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands.
0: Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm.
2: synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on Cranberry Radio Cranberry.fm We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach only on Cranberry Radio
3: And welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking about uh, board meetings, how to stay on top of them, how to control them, uh, what governance you need around them, and how to make them most effective for your startup. Welcome back, Ann.
4: Well, Jillian, it's great to be here. And this, of course, is a topic that's near and dear to my heart after all the boards I have sat and still do sit on um, to uh, uh, understand how to make them effective. So, Let's go into some top tips. Yeah, what's your first one? My first one is pay attention to governance rules when you're planning your meetings of your board of directors. Now, of course, if it's a board of advisors, that's a completely different animal. You know, they're advising, directors are directing, and governance rules really only come into play when you're talking about a board of directors, because uh, with a board of directors, you have a corporation and there are legal uh, constraints around what you can do and not do. There are legal conventions. You need to be aware of these. May not be top of mind in your early stage startup, but it's never too soon to start thinking about uh, governance and good governance.
3: Absolutely. I would say that um, the very first board meeting happens as you incorporate, and the very first minutes of the board meeting should follow those uh, governance rules. Uh, And remember, don't put in everything everybody's talking about. You put in resolutions and actions of the board only. Go look it up, read about it, understand it well, and ask questions of your attorney if you need to find out so that you get those notes right.
4: Yeah, you know, we're going to put a list of uh, uh, fundamental governance rules on our Facebook page, um, a link to a list. Excellent.
3: For so reference.
4: Number two? number two, plan your agenda with two, maybe three, uh, but no more than that, uh, key topics to discuss that are strategic Uh leave the deck for something that you might send out in advance along with the agenda and all of the meeting materials and the financials, but do not put going through the deck as your agenda. Your deck is not your agenda and your agenda is not in the deck. Your agenda is what do you need to come out? It should answer this question. What do you need to come out of this meeting with in order to advance your company into the next uh, quarter, the next year, the next five years? And that's what the value of your directors can bring with their expertise, their wisdom, their uh, ability to uh, draw from what they observe with other boards that they sit on, you know, what we call a helicopter view of the issues that you may be trying to, to uh, work through in your early stage startup.
3: That's right. Your deck has a whole list of components it should contain and we can have an entire show about what should go into your board decks and yes some of those things will be reporting on what has happened but those uh, slides move forward fairly quickly because again you've sent it out beforehand um, in uh, in document form Um, but it is uh, supposed to be focused on those issues you want people to really look at and discuss. It should be forward thinking, it should provide options, it should provide Information that helps your board help you make the right decisions. So what's number three?
4: Um, Well, I wanted to add one more thing to the agenda before we go to number three. Um, Check in with your directors before the meeting. As they're going over the material so that you can understand where they're coming from. And if you've provided options on your uh, key strategic topics to be discussed, you can get a sense of where they are with those. It's also a good idea as you present those uh, three options or so that you're considering on a key uh, direction that you're considering um, for uh, one of these uh, key strategic topics that need to be discussed um, to uh, say we're leaning towards this one to give the board a a way to uh, sort of focus their attention uh, either for or against, but at least it doesn't leave them all, you know, pick one of these three kind of um, choice, you know, one Chinese menu. So, Yeah, do do contact your board of
3: directors first. As far as I'm concerned, that's that's its own extra bonus tip. Really, the big bonus here is to know that you must call your investors beforehand. You don't just send them the stuff. uh, Excuse me, not your investors. I'm sorry, your board members. You don't just send them your documents beforehand. You call them beforehand. If you don't have pre-board phone calls, your board meeting is already out of your control. That's my hottest tip. Wow,
4: that's a really good one.
3: Yes, to put the board meeting in your control, right? Call them in advance. That way you know what everybody's thinking in advance. You've got all the questions in advance. You know what else you have to research in advance. You know what's not going to fly in advance. Why would you go in blind? No kidding. Right. Okay, and we do have time here for one more. What would that be? Sparing the board member the tedium of reporting, right? Yep. And
4: we've said it again, use all the brain power in the room for something that really matters.
3: Right. So figure it out. Two items, maybe three at the most, but two items that your board can really help you move forward with. Trust me, there are other people who can help you move forward with item number four, five, six, seven, eight, and so on. Two items. Get it done. Limit it to two hours. They won't have brain overload, and everybody will be in really good shape. You will come away with what you need. From a board meeting, which is how do I make my company thrive in the next quarter or the next year? So I think that's it. And we'd better wrap up for the Monday. You betcha. Thanks uh, for
4: uh, uh, for our your help with this. Oh, I got to start that over. Sorry. Okay. I got, got I, I was wandering.
3: Okay. And I think we're going to have to uh, wrap it up for this Monday here at CEO Coach.
4: Yes, we'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. And you can also find them at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You'll find links and more on facebook.com forward slash CEO coach podcast. Stop by and hit the like button. So we know you were there and tell us what you'd like to hear on CEO coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian music, and you can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. till next week.
2: The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.